Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So last night we mentioned an idea related to the Jewish belief in life after this life, an afterlife if you will. The reality is that what we see in front of us is not at all the whole picture. In fact, it is a very small portion of the entire story. That's a foundational Jewish belief. However, often people have a hard time imagining, believing, or even accepting this for many reasons. Some suggest that it's because they fear the practical implications that such a belief might have on how a person feels they should live their lives, and perhaps we can address that later. Yet one of the reasons that I often hear is simply, Rabbi, what you see is what you get. And anything else is simply naive, wishful thinking, or downright stupid. And if you can't touch or see an X-world, well then clearly there can't be one. Have you ever heard that? Or even thought that? So allow me to share with you a chilling parable brought down by Rabbi Tchinsky, who passed away in 1955 in his book called Gesher Achaim, The Bridge of Life, which is one of the most comprehensive Jewish works on death and mourning. It's a parable of twin brothers who are discussing life. One of the brothers is convinced that there must be a world to come because there is no way that life just ends and that's it, that there isn't a bigger plan. So this is somehow just the beginning. The other brother, who is much more rational, argues that his brother is being naive and silly and what you see is what you get and one can believe what they like, but at a certain point, you have to be practical. You have to be realistic. The first brother counters back that he is certain that there is more. There's no way that this entire creation is just for this relatively short stint. The creator must have bigger plans, to which the second brother counters that it is simply wishful thinking. Look around. Can you see an afterlife? Besides, this world is great. We have food and warmth and all of our needs looked after. So what's the big deal anyhow? The more the believer would elaborate on the wondrous life they would have in the next world, the more the rational brother ridiculed him. As the argument continues, one of the brothers, the naive one, feels like he's drifting, being torn from this world, and shortly thereafter vanishes from this world. The remaining twin brother, seeing that his brother is no longer in this world, starts to cry, convinced that in fact his convictions were correct, and they will be separated forever, until he too starts to feel like he is also beginning to be pulled from this world, and at the moment when his body is pulled out of this world, he seemingly ceases to exist, he finds himself surrounded by others, and the words Mazel Tov exuberantly cried out as he, the second of the twins, is born, and both he and his brother begin their much longer life on earth. If you would ask a fetus during its nine months in the womb, where all its needs were taken care of, and warmth, and sustenance, and protection, Hey, is there anything outside of this? It would answer, listen, look around. What you see is what you get. And besides, I got everything I need here. However, you and I know that the real world is only waiting to begin once the child is outside of the womb. A world that it can't see from its location, but which its entire purpose for its formation and creation is. Rabbi Tkachinsky goes on to explain that just as the life of the embryo merely constitutes the transition to a broader and more exciting and rich life, so too, and to an even greater extent, life on this earth is merely a prelude to a more glorious life, which we are incapable of conceiving with our limited knowledge here in this world. As great as the difference between life in the womb and our present life may be, the difference which the soul will ultimately experience between this life and the world to come is immeasurably greater. Chevra, this is a powerful parable to consider. The fetus in its beginning might not understand or rationally believe that there is life outside the womb. It has absolutely no clue that there is a whole real world where it can see, talk, eat, stand, run. And rationally, it would think you were crazy if you ever suggested it. But we all know 
that all of real life actually only exists after the womb. So too we can understand that despite the limitations of what we can see, there is life after the tomb, a much bigger, more real existence. And all those who have already passed through this world actually experience that and can see that we haven't even started to live yet. We're just being nurtured for a much more real and eternal life. There was actually a song made out of this parable. I've actually attached the link to the notes. It's pretty thought-provoking. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And as a friend, at the end of the day, one has to have an answer of what they actually think will happen after it's all over on earth, because that answer will, in fact, ultimately dictate what we strive for while we are still on this earth. And on that note, have an awesome night, listen to the song, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.